Welcome to Spiritual Tea Talk with the Michelles. Hi, and welcome. Thank you for being here. We were so excited when we uh, logged on to create this new episode because we have 632 views. And we're we're just so excited because (laughs) we don't really check it. We don't advertise a lot. We don't get it out there. And so every time those numbers go up, we just know that either new people are are watching or listening, listening, um, (laughs) they're not watching, Uh, either new people are listening or um, you guys are coming back again and again to listen to the next episode. And so however it's working, we're thank thrilled. you. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much for supporting us and yeah. for listening, even if it's for a moment. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And feel free to and share. Please share. Yeah, please share. That would share. be amazing, amazing, amazing. Yeah. So we were chatting uh, before we started the recording on uh, what we were going to talk about today. And um, we went back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Yeah, yeah. Um, And what we settled on was tracking our thoughts, tracking the thoughts and whether they're negative or they're positive and um, how do we consciously become aware of them enough to change them and change that neural pathway that they're coming from. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you want to talk about how you were, uh, you went to that event and they talked about it? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, so I'm a member of the Seacoast Women's Network. If you're a women, woman, entrepreneur, I can't speak today. <laughs> if you're a woman entrepreneur and you're looking for a really, really cool group to get together with once a month, um, these women are amazing. They're high vibrational. They're very supportive of each other. Um, but I was there on Tuesday night and um, the lady that was the speaker is a transformational coach. And she was talking about how we need to self-care in order to build our businesses, which, you know, is something we tend to forget. Um, Anyway, so she was talking about um, these scientific studies and Michelle and I were just talking about how they ever get these numbers, but here we go. Um, (laughs) So we have about 60,000 thoughts a day. Of those 60,000 thoughts, 90% of them are negative. And overall, 80% of them are repeated. And it just was intriguing to me. So since Tuesday night, I have actually been tracking those thoughts that you have while you're doing something else. So when I'm in the barn and I'm cleaning Sunshine Stall and I'm starting to now consciously be aware of what thoughts are coming in and then catching them and almost interviewing the thought as far as, well, where did you come from and why are you here? And then how can I transmute you into something more positive and see that thought in a different light? Um, So, you know, going from judgment to observing or something like that. So, um, or changing the thought completely from negative to positive. To positive. Yeah. Um, And then I know there's a number out there, 21 days, that if you can catch something and shift it after 21 days, you redo your neural pathway that created it in the first place. So there's always this amazing ability to transform ourselves, even our thoughts. And our thoughts are a very integral part of how we attract things into our life, um, how we create what it is that we want to create. And so when we can be more aware of what we're thinking, we can also be more aware of oh my gosh, why is this not working? I've been manifesting this forever and it's not working. And then start tracking 
any thoughts that you have around it that would sabotage it, that would tell you you're not good enough for it, that would shift you into a place of going, ah, it wasn't worth it anyway. So that's really kind of the crux of what we're going to talk about today. Perfecto. (laughs) Michelle's very silent today. So, (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, so what's really interesting about this topic is I'm actually now so aware of my thoughts because I'm making it a point of being that way um, that I'm catching these thoughts that I'm having that normally would flit in and they'd flit out and I wouldn't really even give it a second thought other than, oh, it came in and it went out. And being able to catch it and stop it and change it, and it's not that difficult. That's what I'm really finding. It's really not that difficult once you're present enough to be aware of what's happening. I think that's the the key is to be aware, to be present, uh, to track your thoughts. Like I always talk about like, what is your self voice to yourself? And um, I started doing this uh, years ago when I read on Louise Hayes, You Can Heal Your Life. I recommended that book to everybody. And it probably took me two years to actually pick it up to read it. And um, I got so much out of it because, um, and if you don't know Louise Hayes, please look her up. She's, I call her the, the, the godmother of positive affirmation. She, I feel like she really started the, the trend on positive affirmations. And um, it's amazing how powerful positive affirmations are. And, um, and even uh, there's Dr. Joe Dispenza who um, talks, that's his whole thing, is talking about the brain and um, positive thoughts and that are, that we create our world with our thoughts. So when you come in and you go to me, well, I keep attracting the same things and the same people. The first thing I ask is, well, what is your self-talk to yourself? Like, how do you view yourself? What are your thoughts? Because that's what you're putting out to the universe. And that's what's going to come back to you. And it's not like we, I, I call it the, like the reset, like we have the factory setting and I don't know why our factory setting is negative, probably because of the community and the fear factor and all of that. Like I, I won't get on the soapbox, but <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Maui, I, I said I wasn't going to get on the soapbox. Uh, Maui just jumped right up when I said that, <laughs> but, um, but it is, it's about being aware of your self-talk, like even the smallest things like I used to, when I would make a mistake, I'll be like, oh, I'm such an idiot. And I don't do that anymore. And so, but when I started reading, uh, you can heal your life. I started tracking my thoughts. And anytime I had a negative thought, I would pile it with two positive thoughts. So like for months, it was like a war going on in my head, a battle. And and I don't know if I was winning or losing, who knows, but it, it was, it was a lot at the time. But then I just remember, I still remember this one time I was driving to the, to the uh, shop that I did readings at. And I was just sitting there at a stoplight. And I realized that I didn't have a negative thought that I was, was a while since I had a negative thought that I was able to change the pathways in my brain to think positive 
And that's huge. And then I noticed that the people around me were treating me different because I was treating myself different. And I, and, um, Dr. Joe Dispenza, I don't know the medical terms, but he talks about like one thought, like you have an atom and the thoughts are like these little things that attach to the atom. I'm doing the hand thing because that's the only way I could talk. <laughs> I'm Italian, 30% Italian. And he said that most of these atoms are like filled with the negative thoughts. So what has to happen is why you like pig pile on the positive thoughts is because it takes several positive thoughts to click onto or attach to a negative thought to pull that out to replace that space with a positive thought. That was a beautiful description. Thank you. He has a video. Go look it up on YouTube. <laughs> I had the visual, but even discounting the visual, that was a really great way of describing My it. medical terms. Perfect. <laughs> it's thingy perfect. on the yeah. It's it all works. It all works. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm not going in the medical perfection. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna just keep doing this. <laughs> um but it, it just shows like how much work it takes for us and you have to always be on it. And it does get easier because I know people it's all about perception too, because how many of you are now like, oh, I'm so tired of being aware. It's such hard work. Does everything have to be a lesson? Does uh, does everything take work? Yes. It takes work to be happy. It takes work to to live a loving, happy life. It takes work to be the co-creator. But it doesn't have to be hard work. It could be easy work when you change your perception, which is our thoughts also. So if you're dragging your feet going, oh, Rolling your eyes, like, here's another lesson today. Just getting hit by the four by four, bring it on. Then it's going to be a struggle for you. But if you're like, oh, I'm so happy that I got this new tool to make my life even better than it is, then it's easy. Then it's easy. And I think that's the key is that we are constantly evolving if we choose to do so and so all of these experiences that come to us aren't there to beat us down that's what we've been yeah. taught they're not there to beat us down they're there for us to stand step back observe and then decide how you want to navigate you have the choice but we're taught that we don't we taught that someone else makes those choices for us or we're taught that we have to live a certain way or we have to work a certain way or we have to have a a job because of X, Y, and Z, whatever it might be. And when you can take those challenges that slap you in the face sometimes, like yeah. you're saying, and just give yourself a moment to step back and give yourself space, you will actually see the truth. So one of the things that I've been doing more consistently, and I know we've talked about this already, but is I ask for everything that happens in front of me to be unveiled mm. so that I see the truth. And it may be the truth that I don't like, but I'm seeing the reality, I'm seeing the truth. And therefore I now have a choice of whether I choose to engage in something or not. The other thing that's been really helpful for me when I have those thoughts, uh, and normally I do it like when I'm dating somebody and I, I can go negative thought, I can create a Hallmark movie over all kinds of stuff just by cleaning a stall in the barn. I mean, it's so easy. <laughs> 
Um, and what I've learned to tell myself is, there you go again, how much energy do you want to put into this? Yeah. And what it's doing is it's re-evaluating whether that thought is really a value to me or whether it's just this record that's playing over. And for those of you that remember records, um, that's playing over. They're and popular over. again. Oh, good. Okay. So you all get what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, whether you just replay the record over and over and over again, or whether you're able to go, oh my God, I'm exhausted, but it's because I'm putting all this energy into this thing that's getting me nowhere, that's teaching me nothing, that's putting me in that rabbit hole, when if I just shift a part of that thought or I choose to see it differently and see it as an experience that is going to help me um, attract something different or do something in a different way, um, I feel that then we have the opportunity to co-create, as you're saying, um, but co-create from a place of you can do this yeah, and not from a place of, well, this is what everyone keeps saying and I wonder how I it works it. and I have to do it or I'm going to try. Yeah. I that word try. Um, and instead, just, just if you want it, then really set your intention behind it and watch those thoughts. And as the negative thoughts come in that tell you every reason why it's not going to work or every reason why it's not going to happen, catch it and yeah. say, no, 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 actually, I really do believe that this is going to happen. And I've got a really clear vision on this and you can start to shift that perspective that you're talking about. Um, yeah, I agree. I agree. And I have to say that, like, though I've been doing this for years, I still have those moments of the negative thoughts and stuff like that, of course. Um, and I noticed, like, I tracked it and I noticed that um, my thoughts could get very negative. Like, I have these crazy thoughts. Like you said, when you start a relationship, I noticed that I could have these crazy thoughts, the negative thoughts. Um during my cycle, during my period, <laughs> where the hormones are already imbalanced. And so what I started doing is I started um, bringing in more positive things into my life, listening to affirmation music, which there's a ton out there. Um, and saying like up to my positive affirmations, maybe I go into meditation a bit more, gearing, like supporting myself through this process that I know is going to happen because it's happened over and over and over again. So instead of just hoping it's not going to happen this time, I'm preparing myself and who wouldn't want more support during, um, during your cycle, during your, <laughs> that time of the month. Right. And hormones are a serious thing. And a lot of times we can't control that, but we can have the tools to support us in a positive way. Absolutely. Right. I love yeah. that. Yeah. And, um, you know, while you were talking, I was also thinking that, you know, in the world that we live in, that everything talks to everything. Um, the animals will respond to your thoughts. So I've been playing with this with Maui where I will ask him to sit telepathically. Yeah. And he's yeah. actually better at listening to me telepathically than he is when I use my physical voice. Yeah. So it's fascinating. So they they are very in tune with your thoughts and therefore your mood and therefore your body language and therefore everything else that's happening or you're attracting. So if your animals start to interrupt you, if your animals start to want attention, if your animals begin to annoy you, air quotes, um, take a look at what your thoughts are doing. 
because I guarantee there's something there that they're picking up on and they're trying to help you realize that you keep doing that. That's what Sunshine does with me. And she'll always say to me, oh, my God, here we go again. How much energy do you want to put <laughs> the into this? cycle begins. Yeah. And so it's great because they're there to support us too. Yeah. And, and I think that's the other piece is this is not something you have to navigate on your own because no. you have the music and you have the videos that are out there that you can find that you love. The books. And the books. And you have podcasts and you have the animals. And honestly, if you're in a real negative energy place, go sit with a tree. Yeah. The trees are incredible at helping you transmute that energy and find the inspiration that that actually that that thought is inviting you to step into. Yeah. Yeah. Go for a walk in the woods or yeah, yeah in the woods. Yeah, absolutely. I, I was just, um, I just heard someone talk about this and I'm trying to think of the emotion that they were talking about. And they're saying like, when you get, I think it's, oh, stress. When you get stressed, they, because they're talking about the, what's the, the, the hormone, the stress hormone, because with a C. Cortisol. Yeah, thank you. I don't say it correctly, so thank you. <laughs> so, so when you get stressed, that increases, right? So she was saying too, like anytime you feel that stress, like you get a call that wants you to do, like the boss adds something to your plate or whatever that stress, or the kids are screaming or whatever. She says, like, get up and start moving because that's what that um, hormone is designed to do is to get us moving because we developed it apparently when there was a lot of scary things out there that we had to run from. <laughs> Time to go. So, so I think it's the same thing that yeah. when, when you're like stuck in your head, get moving, dance it out, uh, go for a walk to like get your body moving to move out of your head. Do the deep breaths, put your hand on your heart to get you out of your head and back into your heart. Um, take a break from reality, air quotes, reality, <laughs> and um, and do something that, that will bring joy to you. And if you can't, like if you can't get out of your own head, if you can't clear those negative thoughts, then um, reach out for help because sometimes it does take a third person in there to to talk you through it, to, to lift you up until you get to that place that you can lift yourself up again. But don't beat yourself up because it's, that's just the vicious cycle that happens is that you become aware of your thoughts and then you're like, I'm not supposed to have negative thoughts. And then you have a negative thought and you're like, Oh, I don't want that. Oh, how could I? I'm so mad at myself. And then it just piles on. Right. But instead of going, Oh, and a negative thought. Okay. What do I do? Oh yeah. I love myself. I am smart. I am worthy. <laughs> I, am, like, <laughs> I pile it all on of the positive thoughts instead of beating myself up because I used to do that. Like, it'd be like, I'll be like, oh no, but like, no, 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 it's doing so good. And then I was like, well, that just defeats the whole thing. Like, okay, now I need more positivity on that. And that brings up a really good point too, because as you shift into this more positive heart-centered way of living, 
your ego is going to go, no, 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 no. Right. <laughs> There's a piece of your ego that really wants you to have that negative talk, that really wants you to beat yourself up, that really wants you to stay in that lower vibration. Yeah. And so um, another tool that I learned in that respect that just came to me one day totally randomly um, was I could feel my ego as this little creature sitting on my shoulder. Yeah. And that's where this self-talk was coming in. And that's where the don't do that. It's never going to work. You know, don't bother going down that road. Don't bother talking to that person. None of it's going to happen. And I realized after a while what was happening, that this little creature on my shoulder um, was talking to me and downplaying everything that I was finding to be inspirational. And so I stopped one day and I went, I realized over time that everything that this voice was telling me not to do was actually what I was supposed to be doing. So I had to shift into a place of going, thank you for trying to stop me because you just validated that I actually need to go and do this. And I literally felt this energy shrink. I love that. And it shrunk and went, oh, shit. You know, <laughs> it, it had lost its power, Beep. right? Yeah. Um, it had lost its power. Yeah. You know, and so for me, that was a visual and that was a way for me to really be able to acknowledge that there were different ways that I was being taught how to validate the intuition and the validation of um, the guidance and the channeling and all of that when it was yeah. new to me that was coming through, that that was what I was supposed to be doing. But this little energy on my shoulder was going, no, 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 we love you just the way you are. Just stay in that negative place. And so there's always going to be some kind of tool that if you ask for help, your guides, the angels, your ancestors. You know, for me, my grandfather and my grandmother very, very often come through and just remind me about the ancient ways. And they remind me um, that they're right there supporting me. So yeah. all of this, and I know we've said this many times before, but all of this is about you're not on your own. You're not. You're not meant to do things on your Whether own anymore. Whether it's seen or unseen support, yeah. you are always always supported always and whether you need the physical support you know nature animals people um or you want to go unseen and and support that way there's so much out there that you can gather to help you be in that higher frequency and that higher vibration absolutely absolutely and surround yourself with people that are going to uh, lift you up that are positive themselves. When I said to you, like, um, seek out people to help you get the right people, <laughs> get the ones that are positive, because there's so many, like most of us do have that negative mindset. And so when somebody's negative, they kind of like feed off of that too, and they become negative and then you're both down, right? But if you get, if, but if you find someone that you could talk to and it, seen or unseen, um, to just lift you up, to encourage you to, to light your way until you could see your own light, that is healthy helping. That definitely is. Yeah. Um, there's something on my phone that I was sent that I wanted to share with everybody but I need to find it. So, Oh, please hold. No. <laughs> <laughs> so Michelle's just going to keep sharing her oh, amazing boy. wisdom. 
while I find it. Because it's it really oh here it is. I found it. I found it. Oh sure. Okay. So the picture on it is um a thistle or some beautiful plant with a dragonfly on it. Oh that one. I love this one. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to read this because it feels very pertinent if I can see it. Okay. Do you want me to read it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it says, be around the light bringers, the magic makers, the world shifters. They challenge you, break you open, uplift, and expand you. They don't let you play small with your life. These heartbeats are your people. These people are your tribe. I just I love, love it so it much. Felt- so pertinent oh, to what we find were your about. tribe find your tribe find your community find, your find those people that feed you and nourish your soul and yeah. make you feel good and find then... those groups again yes i know that since covid things have people have like become individuals again instead of seeking the groups um and groups like we're supposed to be together we're doing this as a group we're doing this together yeah and it's more powerful in groups it's been proven scientifically with is it greg bragan greg bragan yeah done it with um prayer right yep. in different locations and stuff like that um and I've told when I used to hold groups and someone wouldn't show up because they were down and they just didn't want to mess with the energy. I'm like, that's okay. But I have to tell you that that's when you should be coming to the group. That's like, you need to come to the group so we can all lift you up to get you into a higher vibration so you could deal with what's going on or just kick you out of there. You know, someone kick your butt and be like, Hey, Lighten up. Oh, I like that. Lighten up. (laughs) And I feel too, when you come to the group, you don't know, there might be someone else in that group that needs either to support you or that they're also going through something and you get to then come together in that group. And so the healing can happen profoundly because you're you're willing to be vulnerable enough to share and that in itself creates the healing opportunity. Yeah. So when you're in a group, um, you know, very often when people are sharing after a meditation or something like that, not everyone chooses to share and that's their own right to make Absolutely. those choices. However, very often when somebody is sharing the experience they have, something they say will touch somebody else in the group. And that's what I love about being in groups and talking is that you don't have to be the talker, right? but you will weave in and out of what people are saying and something in there will touch your heart and you will walk away a different person. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Come together (laughs) right now. I'm just going to start singing now. We've now added music into our podcast. I can't sing the whole song because we have not bought the rights to the song. But you know which one. Yeah. You know, know, there's another thing that I just thought of that I do. Um, I listen to Pandora in the mornings when I'm getting ready or just, you know, just to kind of bring music in. Um, And I've got certain channels. And one of my channels is all of the songs from... Uh, like Beauty and the Beast and Moana and all oh, of the those, Disney songs. Thank you yeah. for those programs. 
Um, and they're really profound. The lyrics are really amazing. They really are. But what I find is I'm always intrigued by the first song that comes on Absolutely. at the beginning of my day and what the lyrics are. Yeah. Or something I'm going through and what's the song or the songs that follow that that come on that shift me. So we all know music is very healing. Yeah. Shift it into music is healing. Now invite a music stream to guide you with the song that is going to yes. uplift your soul. Absolutely. I do that all the time, all the time. My songs are um, signs for me. Yes. Yeah. Even on the ra radio, there's like been times that I'll turn on the car and turn the radio, there'll be a song playing and then I'll change the station and it'll be the same song. It happened to me like three times, <laughs> change the station again, the song again. And I'm like, and it was like one of the Taylor Swift songs. So I had to go look. I'm not quite, I don't remember what the message was, but there was a message to it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So we have, we have so many tools. So we want to say thank you. And we hope these tools have been helpful for you. Um, let us know how this is helping or even your own tools that we might be interested in learning absolutely about. please share with us yes please share we love sharing well thank you everyone thank you thank you lots of love lots to you of love. see you next week bye bye Toodaloo. bye Toodaloo. <laughs> <laughs>